Hi, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Emily Green, otherwise known as Emily the Medium. This show is a space where I'll share my teachings around life after death, the soul, intuition, developing psychic abilities, and so much more. Together, we will expand our minds beyond what is widely accepted as truth and start to see the mind, body, and soul from a completely different perspective. This is a Soul Fire production. You know, it's going to be a powerful solo episode when you feel nervous before and during recording it. So that's where we're at today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. So happy to be back here with you. Hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are currently in time and space. I have never felt nervous before recording a solo episode before, so it's going to be good. I have a lot to share. I have a lot to talk about, a lot that has been ruminating over the past, I guess really the past eight months that I've kind of alluded to and chatted with guests about in previous episodes, but I've not really addressed it front and center because, I mean, mostly because I haven't been ready to address it front and center yet, and I still had things to understand and figure out, so... I wasn't ready to share my entire experience with this topic. (laughs) I'm being very cryptic and just excuse like any nervous laughter throughout this conversation for whatever, well, not for whatever reason. I I know exactly why this is a little nerve wracking for me to talk about and we can talk about that um, in this episode. So what I want to share and where I want to start, I'm just going to jump right in because I'm awkward and I don't know how else to give a good segue into this conversation. So in previous episodes, I can think of, I've been talking about this with my friend Ariel Corey, who came on the podcast. I have talked about this with my friend Shannon Hugman, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, um, with my friend Carolina, who's been on the podcast. So we haven't had a shortage of conversations around this on the podcast. And that is really, I mean, how do I even freaking sum this up? But that is really what we're going to be talking about today is my experience of having a higher exploration of consciousness. And as my friend Shannon Hugman so aptly puts it, cosmic consciousness. So that's what I want to chat with all of you about today. And anytime I'm sharing personal experiences on the podcast, it's because I feel that my personal experiences can somehow be valuable to somebody out there who's perhaps having a similar experience. And there's a couple of different layers to this conversation, but where I want to start with this is just to give a little bit of background story. Okay, so first of all, in my personal experience in the spiritual space, I find that it was really easy for me to become very comfortable around a set of certain kind of personal beliefs and I guess, you know, kind of labels around my abilities. So for example, I label myself as a psychic medium and that's how people know how to relate to me. Um, They know that they're coming to me for one of the two things or a blend of both of those things. And I think that What I've noticed throughout this exploration of consciousness for myself is that there is a lot of, I'm a big language person, which I've talked about on the podcast before, and and I've been kind of enlightened into the importance of our language and the labels that we use and that we don't use and how we relate to ourselves through my teacher, James Pinkle, who's also been on the podcast. But, you know, I 
really probably about eight months ago, I started to really feel a resistance to that label, psychic medium. And I didn't know why at the time. This is kind of how this all started. And I was like, what does that even mean? (laughs) You know, what does that even mean? I had like a crisis of meaning, like identity crisis moment um, in that. And I realized that and something that I was able to observe in myself and also in the the communities that I teach within and uh, and learn within and am a part of is that it's very easy to become calcified and comfortable in a set of spiritual beliefs, identities, or labels. This this is this is really interesting to me. And I found myself a part of this process where it was just kind of like as I was relating to myself, I was going about my everyday life, I was giving readings, I was giving mediumship readings, I was doing healing sessions, I was giving spirit baby readings, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, okay, so this is just how I'm relating to myself and this is how it'll always be kind of thing. At that point in time, that was kind of my belief system. And then, like I said, I kind of had a crisis of meaning moment where I was like, ah, something just isn't feeling right about this. And it's not that I don't love what I do and and love giving readings. It just felt like I was boxed within a certain set of labels that I had given myself. And I did not know how to navigate out of those labels or kind of identity pieces. It was a very awkward place to be. I felt very awkward. I felt very uncomfortable. I felt very unsure. But, you know, I think something that's that's very real for me is that, and, and, and you may be able to relate to this too, that I knew something was incorrect. I knew something wasn't feeling quite right. But to be quite frank, I just didn't have the time or the energy to to really like address it. I didn't have the time or the energy to be like, okay, what is going on here? Like, why am I feeling this way? And as most of you know, as you've probably been through experiences like this, when you kind of put something on the back burner, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, it eventually becomes so big and so loud that you just can't ignore it anymore. And that's what happened for me. So that's what I want to talk about. But just to kind of preface this, one thing that I really noticed, and this is not to be judgmental, this is simply just something that I observe now that I have been through this process. This could go for our kind of our sets of spiritual beliefs. This could go for religious beliefs. This could just go for our beliefs about the world and the universe in general. I think that it's very, very, very important to always allow yourself to explore beyond what you think you know. As soon as you think that you know everything and that you've got it all figured out and you've got the label that you're going to stick with for the rest of your life, I really believe that that is That's a form of severe complacency and laziness and just, it really goes against every single reason that we're here on planet Earth in the first place, which in my opinion, the highest kind of form of why we're here is to explore our consciousness and to grow our consciousness in whatever way that looks like, in whatever direction that looks like. And so as soon as we become calcified or stuck in the way that we're thinking about ourselves or the world or the universe or like, this is just what it is and I can't handle anymore or this is all I can take, I think that 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 is a really, it's a really hard position to be in. And for me, it just felt very sticky. I felt, like I said, awkward. I felt uncomfortable. It just did not feel good. And so really spirit really kind of pushed me into looking at where I had kind of capped my consciousness, where I had said, no, 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 this is it. This is all there is to it. There's nothing more. This is all that's available. I'm comfortable with what I have learned up until this point. And even as just as I'm saying that, like that feels so yucky to me now, I just feel like, God, how could I have been so, so lazy? (laughs) You know, anyway, 
full forgiveness and acceptance of the experience and it happened exactly how it needed to. So really, what I'm talking about in this podcast today is my, I guess you could call it my multidimensional awakening, you know, because I consider myself to be a person who's had various spiritual awakenings, whether that was an awakening to my own abilities, whether that was just an awakening to some of the mysteries of the universe, you know, what, whatever you want to call it. But the biggest one, of course, was my awakening of my abilities and how I was here to kind of use them and to serve. That was one of them. And so I had this, I've had a, I've had a multidimensional awakening now in the last eight months or so, or maybe even a little bit more. So that's very exciting. And that's what I'm here to talk to you about today. And I think that I see this happening to a lot more people right now too. Like this is not just me. There are more and more people that I see waking up to the, as I've talked about on previous podcasts with previous guests, the multidimensionality of their soul and the possibility for interdimensional communication and contact and travel and all this kind of stuff. So I'm very excited to talk about this topic. But again, just coming back to what I was saying before I get there, if you feel that you are in a place in your life, in your earth journey, in your in your spiritual experience, whatever, where you feel fairly comfortable in a set of certain beliefs that you hold, whether spiritual, uh, spiritual or not, I would really encourage you to scan for any areas where you might be missing something. One of my most favorite questions to ask myself is, is there anything I'm not seeing? And this is how I kind of started waking up to this, this multidimensional concept, this multidimensional awakening, is I asked that question. And sometimes I didn't want to know the answer because, of course, there were lots of things that I wasn't seeing. But I, just, like I said earlier, I just didn't have time or energy to deal with those things. But I really encourage you, wherever you're at now, to say to yourself, is there anything I am missing? Is there anything I'm not seeing in my beliefs, in my reality? in my body, whatever that is, but more just to keep this, you know, simple and succinct, more specifically to do with your belief system or your consciousness. Is there anything I'm not seeing? Because one thing that I see happening right now a lot on the planet is that there is a, a large, large volume of the population who have become so calcified in their thought forms. They've become so calcified in their opinions and their beliefs, in their consciousness, that it's 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 impossible for them to sometimes even engage in conversations with other people who hold different opinions or beliefs. And I think that that is where a lot of the anger and angst and that kind of thing on this planet is coming from right now. And, you know, ultimately, we want to be human beings who are flexible. And of course, there's some things that we will not be flexible on when it comes to basic human rights and, and justice and racism, transphobia, and so on and so forth. Those are some things that are non-negotiables for me and I refuse to be flexible on. But there's also things that I feel are important for us to be flexible on and to ask ourselves the question, is there anything I'm not seeing? Is there anything that I'm missing? Am I only consuming information from one side of the spectrum? Am I only consuming information from a source that I'm comfortable with? 
right? So I think it's very, very important, not just when it comes to spiritual beliefs, but also just in general, in the way that we're moving through the world as human beings right now, I think that is so crucial that we're doing that work. That work is so important. Where have I become calcified in my consciousness? Where can I allow myself to explore beyond what I think I already know, right? I think one of the things that I see a lot right now is, you know, and, and there's the, the famous expression, and, and, and forgive me, I, I don't actually know who, who said this, but, you know, this famous expression of really allowing yourself to change your opinion when you have new information. And I think that's one of the most brave and courageous things that we can do, saying, you know, I, I shared this thought or this opinion when I didn't have all the information. I have taken some time and reflection to, to look at this differently, and now I'm seeing it through this lens. I've been presented with new information, and, you know, now I'm coming at this from a different perspective, because I think that's very, very important. Important. And I think the also the other thing that I want to mention before I get into my personal story here with this experience is that you're allowed, you know, in a time where freaking everything is being fact checked on Instagram, you know, there's there's like fact checkers left, right, and center saying this information is partly false, this information is fully false, you know, blah blah blah. And I won't get into that because I've got lots of thoughts and feelings on that. But also like let your body be the fact checker. For some reason in in 2020, you know, there has been I really believe that there's been in 2021 that there's been agenda to be very careful with how I'm wording this. I really believe there's been an agenda to redirect people away from using their bodily intuition as a valid 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 fact checker. Right? My my body and my my personal kind of compass of my bodily intuition, that is my first fact checker. And I will always look at all the information available and all of the perspectives, but I won't do that unless I check something against my body's personal compass first. And I think that that's very, 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 very important to keep in mind right now. And I also think where I wanted to take that from there is I also think that a lot of my process, my my exploration of consciousness, my multidimensional awakening, none of this came from anything I was learning from someone else. It didn't come from anything I was learning in a book or in a podcast or on a TV show. All of this came through my personal exploration in dream time and travel time, astral travel time, in my meditations, in my yoga practice. This, it all came from that. And then I was able to receive validation and confirmation around the information that I was getting outside of myself after the fact. So my point here is that if we're looking to explore something, I find the best way to do that is to go into ourselves first, right? Not immediately jumping on to find some sort of certification or a program or a book that might be able to help you understand things because then you're understanding it for your first kind of touch with this new concept or new belief belief or whatever it is, is coming from through somebody else's lens. And as much as somebody else is taking efforts to try to remain unbiased, it's truly not possible for one person to be completely unbiased. They are one way or another sharing their personal experiences, which of course is what I'm doing here as well. So keep that in mind, right? This is, this is coming through my personal experiences. And because of that, there is a, a degree of bias here. So for me, what was really something that I think, you know, if somebody else is interested in kind of going, okay, what else is out here? What else is going on? Is there anything I'm missing? Is there anything I need 
to see is really resisting the knee-jerk reaction of trying to reach for something in the external and try and really just spend time with yourself first. Like this process for me has been over a quite a long period of time. I'm only talking about this um, in April of 2021. And this process started happening for me in about July of 2020. So, you know, it's been over six months, right? It's been over that period of time before I'm even, uh, before I even feel ready and comfortable and confident to share my experience here. And most of that is just because I was still, you know, in process, I was still learning, I was still experiencing and I was still exploring, but I also didn't want to open it up to any energetically when I'm talking about things on this podcast, you know, people are, you all are listening, which of course I'm so grateful for that. And I love that so much, but every time somebody out there listens to an episode on my podcast, energetically, I'm feeling that I'm, I'm feeling every time someone hits play and is absorbing a piece of information that I'm sharing or a story that I'm sharing. And so it was really important to me to protect this experience for a while and to kind of really solidify where I stood with it. So that's a lot of preamble. <laughs> that's a lot of preamble. I, I might be stalling a little bit. Um, I think I'm stalling. Anyway, let me preface this by saying this is a conversation about an exploration of my consciousness. These are things that I have shared from my personal experience only. You do not have to agree. Um, like I said, I feel nervous about this because this is a topic that I have had massive, massive amounts of resistance to in the past. But like I said earlier, I changed my perspective when I had new information. And so keep that in mind for yourself as well. You might be listening to what I'm sharing here and you might have various degrees of resistance coming up or you won't. But if you do have resistance coming up, that's okay. I had it too at certain points in time. And I'm hoping that my experiences can help you in some way. So here's where I want to start. For the past couple of years, I was very confused by the starseed conversation. So the starseed kind of concept, and I might be totally butchering this, but the starseed concept is essentially that there are people who are here, there are human beings who have or the origins of their energy, the energy body and their soul are super cosmic in nature, meaning that they have starseed origins. They're a starseed. Their, their origins are from a different planetary system, a different star system, a different galaxy, et cetera, et cetera. So I had a huge resistance to this concept. I found that it was fluffy. I didn't enjoy the people who were talking about it. I found it very unrelatable. I didn't relate to it. I just felt very turned off by it. And and that's for, you know, I've talked about in podcasts before, my podcast with Shannon Hugman, that I think that there was kind of this popularity contest to it. Like, well, I'm from this galaxy and I'm the coolest because I'm from here. And so that felt really gross to me. So I think that that's probably why I had some resistance around it at the beginning. But really, anytime this topic would come up, I just shut down or I just like turned away or I ignored it. So that's just to give you an idea of where I was coming from with that beforehand. And I express this openly and vocally. You know, I just have never really gotten into this. And sometimes what's really interesting is I would actually have this come up in readings and 
it just, I would almost kind of preface this by saying to the people where I would have like a, what felt like kind of a cosmic energy come through that did not feel like a regular loved one or a spirit guide or this kind of thing. And I would say to the person, mm, okay, this energy feels kind of foreign to me. Not exactly sure what this is, but I'm going to share it with you anyway. Not even sure where I stand on this, but here's what I'm getting. So I got to give it to you because that's my rule of thumb. If I'm getting something, even if I don't know how to interpret it right away, I share it with the person. And that's very important to me. So I had this resistance to this topic. Now, in about April of 2020, I had a book come into my awareness. Actually, it was recommended by a friend of mine, Priya Laki, uh, who I will have on the podcast in the future. She's amazing. And she recommended this book, um, Bringers of the Dawn by Barbara Marciniak, which I talked about in my episode with Shannon Hugman. Amazing book. If you haven't read it, it's it's a really incredible resource. But again, have your own experience first before you go reach for a book. It just so happened that this book was kind of the first thing that the first, I guess the first page in this story for me. However, there's actually a big gap of time in between when I first read that book and when I first started to have kind of my multidimensional awakening. So just to keep that in mind, I'm going to try and keep this timeline as clear as possible. I may be messing sometimes off. I actually like when I was prepping for this episode, I like tried to write the timeline down and remember, okay, like when did this happen? And when did this happen? And when did that meditation happen? When did I get this information? For anyone who, you know, you may actually relate to this too, I find that the last year, 2020, 2021 has just felt like the weirdest time warp. And I don't know when anything happened. And like what was, what actually happened like two months ago was actually like a year and a half ago. It just like time feels so fluid right now. And so I'm trying to keep the timeline straight as best as I can. So forgive me if I'm, if I'm off in my timeline at any point, but I, I read this book and it was amazing. Actually, I, I listened to an audiobook. It was amazing, but there was still that little bit of resistance in the back of my mind. So I read the book, finished the book, and really went on with my life. Like, I just didn't think about it again. And then in about, fast forward a couple months later, I would say this is probably about July or August 2020, I started becoming aware of the fact, and this is something that I have talked about in previous episodes as well, I started becoming aware of the fact that I was traveling while I was sleeping out of body. I was astral traveling or astral projecting, whatever you want to call it. And the first, the actual first way that I knew that this was happening was I had people, like I had about, and I've talked about this before, I had about like five people in a, in a, in a five, five to seven day span, either emailing me or sending me a DM saying, I don't know who you are. I have never heard of you before in my life. I don't even believe in what you do, but you came into my dream last night and you, you know, either gave me a reading or gave me a message or told me to come find you or whatever, whatever. And I was like, whoa, that is strange. I had never heard of that before. I had had like clients of mine, like close, close clients of mine saying that I had come into my their dreams and like given them a reading or given them a message, but never people who I didn't know, like who I absolutely had no idea who these people were. They had no idea who I was. So that's kind of like what first made me scratch my head and go, okay, like <laughs> interesting. So then that was the first thing that kind of, because then I started thinking about, well, you know, 
I knew about astral traveling. I knew about astral projection, but I had just never had that close of an experience with it. So for me, I I heard that and I'm going, well, of course, I'm I'm traveling out of my body while I'm sleeping and I'm going to visit these people um, or connect with these people. And they just have the ability to be able to remember what happened, which, you know, who knows how often it's actually happened, but the people just don't have the conscious memory that they're bringing back with them. So that was the first thing that tipped me off to something, something being up. And then I actually started paying attention to my body when I woke up and I could notice the difference in a night where I woke up and I had a bunch of messages from people saying that I had visited them last night in their dreams and that my body actually responded to that. I would wake up on those mornings feeling dizzy, disoriented, ungrounded. I had like brain fog on these mornings, like I just didn't feel myself. So then I started having kind of the cross-referenced physical sensations to these travel experiences with these people. So that was the second thing that kind of made me go, hmm, okay, all right, all right. So I'm paying attention now. My interests are piqued. And then after that point, what started to happen is I would actually come back with conscious memories of my own travels where I would actually remember when I would go to visit somebody. One of the first travel memories that I have is I actually went to like a ramen bar in Japan, or I think it was actually Hong Kong, if I'm remembering this correctly. And I was meeting somebody there and we had like a riveting conversation at this like ramen bar, eating ramen and like talking about the universe in a travel. So, you know, at that point I was kind of still traveling to different locations and timelines on planet Earth in different places, which, you know, there's still a lot that I don't understand. I definitely don't know everything. I don't claim to be an expert on this. I'm still learning and all I'm doing is sharing my own experiences. So I had these experiences where I started bringing back conscious memories. And then at some point, this is probably around now, this is probably around August, September of 2020, I started bringing back conscious memories of off-planetary travel. And I was in places and spaces that were not on planet Earth. (laughs) Um, So that's a whole thing and lots of long stories and lots of things that I've learned there. But I started to have memories, conscious memories that I was bringing back from my travels that were not on planetary. So then I'm going, okay, so not only does my astral body have the potential to travel to other people's dream time, to other people's consciousness while they're sleeping, it has the potential to travel anywhere in the world, but it also has the potential to travel beyond this dimension, beyond this galaxy. So I'm going... Hmm. Okay, so I keep, you know, I keep paying attention. I'm paying extra attention to my sleep, my travel, what kind of memories I'm bringing back, and how I'm feeling the morning after. And then at this point was actually, this was actually, and I didn't realize until I've reflected back on this, and Christina, if you're listening, you'll get this, but in September... I believe it was September, yeah, beginning of September 2020, I did a reading for my friend Christina Rice, or some of you may know her as Christina the Channel, who is just a super cosmic, high-frequency being and an amazing, amazing person and friend of mine. And, 
you know, other people can be catalysts for consciousness awakening too. And she was definitely, definitely that for me. We're just getting into her energy and talking to her guides and communicating with her energy in the way that that I did. It was like, holy shit. You know, I almost feel like, and I've never said this to her, but again, Christina, if you're listening to this, you'll love this. I actually feel like through my opportunity to do a reading for her, and she was already very much aware of, of you know, she she was very much aware of her multidimensionality and exercising it and trans-channeling and all that kind of beautiful stuff. Trans-channeling is essentially she's um, channeling ascended masters and beings and kind of bringing their messages through in through her through her voice. So anyway, so she she was kind of ta- getting to do a reading for her. That was actually like a consciousness activation for me. And so sort of after September 2020, it was really just this cascade of continuations of things breaking down and opening up. And my, I, my perspective on things was changing. And even my perspective on the available kind of frequencies of consciousness was expanding and changing. And of course, I work with the frequency of mediumship. I connect people to their loved ones on the other side. And through this process, I actually realized that mediumship is truly one of the most accessible and easiest frequencies to kind of tap into. And then beyond that, there's so many more frequencies that are available there. So that was really interesting for me too. And I just kind of thought to myself, I am going, you know, and this is something I really still believe I'm going to communicate. I'm going to use my abilities of mediumship and my training and my natural ability for the rest of my life. But it also kind of opened up for me of kind of going, oh my gosh, there is so much more than mediumship for me. There's so much more available. And I've always communicated with people's spirit guides. So that's always something that I've been able to communicate with too. But even just beyond those two frequencies, there is so much more that I was exploring at this time. And even kind of really starting to explore the Akashic Records and the frequency of the Akashic Records, which was also never something that I really felt like getting into. It was also a topic that I had a lot of resistance to, but it's something that kind of through this period of time from about September to December 2020 that my consciousness really started waking up to. This conversation also ties into my connection with spirit babies because I've alluded to this a couple of times on the podcast, but I might as well just go ahead and air it out now. I really believe that the energies coming onto this planet right now are the children, the babies coming onto this planet right now are so high frequency, so awake, so aware. But I also believe that they are not totally human. (laughs) So, you know, and that's, you know, this is kind of a, a weird thing to get your head around. But I really believe that these children have cosmic origin, as we all do. And and I believe that that frequency is really raising on the planet. But a lot of these children are coming in with these cosmic origins from other planets, other galaxies, other dimensions, and they're responding to a call of what's happening on planet Earth right now. And they're here to change the frequency. And we are here to change the frequency. So, you know, this is part of why I was nervous. Um, I'm like sweating right now as I'm talking about this, but it's all good. Anyway, so then I started to change my experience and my perspective and receive new information on spirit babies. And oh my goodness, it was just like everything at once. And I'm going to be honest, like at some points it was quite overwhelming to just have like a total flip in everything that I had held to be true previously, even in a spiritual sense, and then kind of go, 
holy shit, there's so much more than I've been able to see. And I was kind of embarrassed for a while. Like, how can I be so narrow? In my conscious, I consider my, myself to be someone who's very committed to evolution and exploration. For any astrologers listening, I got my son in the ninth house, right? So I'm into exploration. I'm curious. I'm here to learn. I'm here to challenge things. I'm here to see things differently. I'm here to explore. So I was kind of embarrassed. I was like, how could I not see this? And it was, it was like, it actually kind of prompted me into a little bit of a dark night of the soul for a moment. And there was a lot of things around that period of time in November, December, 2020, that really fell apart for me. You know, I had different kind of business partnerships fall apart because they just weren't aligned in frequency anymore. I had a lot of like old clients that I had been working with for years and years kind of just go away and kind of end our, our partnerships. And there was just a lot of things that were ending. And, you know, for a minute, it was quite uncomfortable and painful, but I knew that just because of my change in awareness and perspective and frequency, that a lot of these things had to end. They had to go away. They had to complete so that I could move forward into 2021 with, you know, with just a, a continuation of this exploration um, and a freedom to explore. And so it was it was hard for a minute, but beautiful at the same time. So then by the end of 2020, I feel like there was a shift and I can always feel even though it's the Gregorian calendar, whenever there's a changeover of the calendar year, I can feel kind of the new energies of that next following calendar year starting to come in. So I felt that with 2021. And I felt that for me personally. And I made a lot of changes to my business structures at the beginning of the year. It's like, okay, that's not working. That's not going to work the way that, that it needs to. I knew that I had to free a lot of, up a lot of energy. I had to free up a lot of time. I had to change the way that I was working so I could be more available for these new frequencies kind of entering my body. I had a lot for the first kind of from January till like mid-March. I had a lot of physical kind of symptom issues coming up. I was exhausted all the time. I was sick. I was brain foggy. I was just not feeling my best in any way, shape, or form. And I really believed that this was my system, my body calibrating to the new kind of energies trying to come online in my consciousness and my physical body and my spirit and so on and so forth. It was intense. I mean, it was intense for a second, but I'm, I'm happy that, that this is all happening and I'm, and I'm glad for it and I'm very grateful for it, but it was intense. It's been intense. And it was also kind of, you know, as I've talked about multiple times on this podcast, I'm an eternal optimist. I really see the best in, in everybody and everything in every situation. Um, but there were times where as I was kind of bringing these new energies and new perspectives into my body, into my system, into my awareness, it was kind of colored by some really intense moments of hopelessness and just despair and like, how is this ever going to change? What are we going to do? How is this going to work out? Which I actually just went through another little period of that over the last few days. I'm coming out of it now, but it was very real for a second. So anyways, that was continuing to cascade through December, through January, through February of 2021, going through all these shifts, changing structures, changing the way that I was working, really prioritizing my off time, my rest time, and not feeling guilty or bad about it like I have in the past. So that was just amazing. I got so, t so much tighter than I even was before with my boundaries, my personal boundaries, what I allowed in my energy field and what I didn't. So it was really very revolutionary for me. And through this whole period, I really felt like, okay, I just got to make it to spring equinox. And I didn't really know why, other than, you know, I love the equinox. 
It's the astrological new year, as I've talked about in this podcast. It's a beautiful time. It's the start of spring, but it was different than that. It was like, you just have to get there. Just make it there. We're going to like, get there, get there, get there. I felt my guide speaking to me saying, Emily, you just have to get to the spring equinox. Just make it through. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. You know, get all the kind of the grunt work done now so you can make it to the equinox. So I'm going, okay. I can do this. So leading up to the equinox, I actually ended up taking the week leading up to the spring equinox off, which I didn't even plan. I booked that time off in like November of 2020. So it actually, you know, spirit made me, you know, they they made sure that I had that time off. So I kind of had this week to like really, I felt like I was just shedding so much shit. And then there was like so much old emotions and fears and beliefs and just old gunky, crappy, crusty shit. And I was just like in it. It was intense as fuck for that entire week leading up to the equinox. I was like crying multiple times a day. I was releasing so much gunk. And on the Friday before the equinox, I had a session with my teacher, James, who has been on the podcast before. And I didn't even plan to have a session with him, but I was just going through it so much that I had a session with him on the Friday. I was like, help me. And he's amazing. He was like, yeah, I can get you in tomorrow. I'm like, oh, you're a lifesaver. So I have a session with him on the Friday and I haven't told him any of this about like the equinox or what I felt about the equinox for me personally and what it was going to do for me and blah, blah, blah. But I have a session with him on the Friday. And the first thing he says to me, we sit down and he's like, oh my, whoa, you're about to have a major, major shift in consciousness on the spring equinox tomorrow. He's like, what is this all about? Do you know about this? And so anyway, I told him about what I had been experiencing and had been feeling. And and he basically said, I see it as like a sliding door. And it's a sliding door that is kind of opening for you. It's a portal. It's an energetic portal that's opening for you personally tomorrow. And you're going to walk through it. And the door is going to, the sliding door is going to close behind you. And your energy and your consciousness is never going to be the same. You're going to be, you'll have integrated everything that you have learned and you're never going to be the same. <laughs> so I was like, shit, you know, fuck. Like, all right. Yeah. I mean, I felt that and I knew that and that felt so true in my body. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So then we had to go through some work of kind of like almost doing an energetic renovation of how my process was working with my mediumship. I had to essentially like tear down all my old boundaries and start fresh. He's like, you're going to need new gatekeepers now because there's new energies coming in. So we got to make sure, you know, you're good and you're protected. So we called in some angelic frequencies to kind of help me on that level, which was really cool. So he kind of just really helped me. And this is why like I love and adore James and why I really believe that it's important for us to have teachers and mentors who we can turn to because I did a lot of it on my own and I learned a lot of it by myself, but sometimes we just need somebody to kind of have the blind spots and kind of go, okay, yes, this is, yeah, yep, you you got it. And here's what we're going to do. Here's what I can help you with, right? I really feel like one thing that's been kind of lost in the sovereignty movement is that it's possible for you to have a teacher and have a mentor and have a guide who you don't have to put on a pedestal and you don't have to give your power away to them. I think that that's something that a lot of people think that it's like a dirty word for you to say you have a teacher. I don't think that's cool. I think it's like having a teacher is a beautiful thing if you know how to interact with that in a healthy way. Have teachers, have people who are going to be there to call you on your shit. You know, James was like, you've been scared of this. You've been resisting this. Right. So he was there to call me on my bullshit and help me just embrace these new energies with an open heart and an open mind. So that was amazing. I walked out of that session 
literally feeling like I was walking on air. So grateful, so high frequency, so, so excited just about what was coming. And I still feel that. Almost a month later, it's still there. That energy is still there for me. And I'm feeling it and I'm seeing it. And I'm seeing myself after this equinox. I'm seeing myself look at things in totally different ways. I'm seeing my body and my energy interacting with people and with things in totally different ways. It's just amazing and incredible. And I feel so grateful to myself for going through this process and being willing to have an exploration to explore beyond what you think you know. You know, for me, and like I said at the beginning, like this, I was kind of nervous and uncomfortable and awkward because through a lot of this process, I didn't know what the F was happening. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't, it was totally new territory for me. It was uncomfortable, but I allowed myself to do it and I was willing and I was able and I was I pushed myself and I reached out for support when I needed to. And I'm so grateful that I did because I'm seeing so many things in a new way. I feel really, truly better than ever, than I ever have in my work, in myself, in my awareness, in my perspective. And I really went through this kind of releasing and deconditioning process, even from, you know, this is coming from a person who felt themselves to be fairly aware and deconditioned in the first place. So it just goes to show you that there's always, always evolution available. There's always exploration. There's always room for curiosity. And I think that if you have been feeling some of these things similarly and you're ready to explore beyond what you think you already know, you're ready to allow yourself to learn something new, to be uncomfortable, to feel a little awkward, (laughs) to feel like you have to release old things so that you can experience new things, to take risks, then I hope that this podcast inspired you in some way. And I feel like this is, you know, not the end. This was just me opening up this conversation with all of you today. And I didn't like freak out or, you know, sweat too much or run away from the microphone. So I did it. I'm proud of myself. I hope you enjoyed this. I can't wait to talk about this more with you. And please let me know your feedback. If you've been going through these similar shifts and experiences as well over a period of time or just recently, or it just kind of piqued your interest, I would love to chat more with you about this. And I can't wait to talk to you all very soon. I hope you have a beautiful day time, hour. I'm all like spaced out now from talking about this. (laughs) So I will talk to you soon and happy exploring and have a beautiful day. 